Welcome to this episode of the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. The mission of the Greenville Oaks Church of Christ is to inspire people to follow Jesus because we are convinced that following Jesus is the best way of life possible. Find out more about Greenville Oaks or connect with us online at greenvilleoaks.org. Church, you can have a seat. Our world and our lives have changed. Yet in the midst of all this change, our mission, our vision, and our calling remain the same. Greenville Oaks remains focused on the mission to inspire people to follow Jesus because we're convinced that following Jesus is the best way of life possible. We want to be a church that not only cares for our members, but also cares about our community because this mission and vision is larger than our building. So we're rolling out our new community focus. This is not just a response to the pandemic. But is our long-term initiative for serving our community. It's called For Collin County. So we invite you to join us this March as we truly step out of our church to be a church that is for Collin County. Let's all step out of our comfort zones and into our communities. Let's be a church that truly loves our neighbors, has an impact on our cities, and loves all people for Christ. Let's be a church for Collin County. Why did we decide to do for Collin County? It's a great question. Uh, The reality is a lot of people ask me, do you wanna do what? You just wanna give away money? Yes, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go be the church. We're gonna love and serve and bless people. And that's what Fort Collin County was all about, is stepping outside of the church building to go be the church. In all, we gave more than $30,000 out into our community. And we're gonna take resources that we've been blessed with and go and and, and bless them, uh, bless people that we don't know friends, neighbors, co-workers, people we may come across in, in our path of life and that are in need, and we're going to go be the church. Yeah, stories have been coming in. It's incredible to, to hear the stories of families, kids, teenagers, uh, couples, individuals, connect groups, different friend groups within the church, getting together, working together, and they're they're working with, with neighbors, co-workers, uh, people that somebody shared with them, somebody that they literally came across as a total stranger. It, the stories are amazing. I look forward to sharing more of those uh, in the fact that God created opportunities for us to be the hands and feet, to love and to serve and to bless. So one of the big questions that people asked was, okay, so we don't actually live in Collin County. We live right outside of Collin County. Can we still be a part of it? Can we still do something Uh, My answer was yes, absolutely. We've designated Collin County as our mission field, the intentional mission field of the Greenville Oaks Church of Christ. But the reality of it is wherever our church is, that is our community. So where do we go from here? Yeah, it's a great question. I guess that's really up to us. My hope for this was that it would not just be a a, a once a year annual thing, that, that the month of March would not be just some special designated month of of loving and serving and blessing our community. My my hope, my prayer is that this, this will become a, a 12 months out of the year, 365 days a year. It will become the culture of who Greenville Oaks is as a church for Collin County, being a church that loves and serves and blesses its community will become who we are. We will be known as that church. 
mean, the reality of it is, is I can't continue to give $250 out to everybody anytime we want to do something. But that's not always necessary. Uh, the, the financial resources are not always necessary. What's necessary is our willingness to lean into this. We need to be willing to have eyes to see and ears to hear, to truly be the hands and feet of Christ, see the opportunities around us. God will give us the opportunities. It's up to us to step into it, to lean into it, and to truly be that church that loves and serves and blesses those around us. I guess I just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking a chance on this weird idea that most of us have never done before. And thank you for doing it. I mean, over 140 of our families here at Greenville Oaks participated in Fort Collin County. Thank you for leaning into it. Thanks for stepping into this idea. Thank you for trusting that God would lead you with wisdom and discernment as to how to use those resources uh, to do the right thing, to be a good steward, to truly bless someone in need. And, and, And I'm grateful. Thank you for being willing to step out of the church and to truly go and be the church. I'm, uh, I'm really proud to be a part of this church. For, forget being a, a staff member, forget being part of a leadership team. I'm just really proud to be a member of this church. I know there were people that thought this was a crazy idea. It's okay. As the stories came in, most people, most people started off their stories, their emails with, uh, I didn't think this was a really good idea, or this really was weird, or I wasn't sure how to do. And then their stories unfolded as God began to reveal things to them. You're going to see some pictures over the next minute or so that people have sent in of just different moments of serving, different moments of blessing, different moments of trying to make a difference in the lives of people. And I'm just, I'm so proud. We can't even begin to tell all the stories that were sent in. We've we've picked a few this morning to celebrate. But church, I want you to hear me saying one thing this morning, and that is this. Everything that you're going to hear and everything that we're going to talk about and everything we're going to do is about God. It's not about us. We didn't do anything. God used us, worked in us and through us to bless our neighbors and our friends and our community. So when you hear about how much money was given or about what was done or about this was that it is about what God did and he chose to use us in an incredible way over the last 30 days. Give God the glory, give God the honor. That's what today's about. It's about celebrating what God did and what I pray God will continue to do in us, in our community. It really was an exciting venture for Collin County to to put ourselves out there to say, we want to be a church that is for our community. So many times we, we, we talk about things we're against, but I really do love the fact that we just want to say, we want to be for the people that we live with. We want to be for the people that we live next door to. We want to be for the people that we work with and that we shop with and we go to the gym with and we drive next to on the streets. We want to be for them. We want to love and serve and bless them. That's the church that Jesus Christ left on this earth, to be that in the world. And if we will be that, the world will know who he is simply by how we love. 
I'm going to start off our, our story sharing time, a story that one of our members shared, and then we're going to have several men and women share over the next few minutes. It's going to be the sermon. This is the message. There is no better sermon this morning than for you to hear the stories of what God did in the lives of people. That is the greatest message of all. And that's what we're going to hear, and that's what we're going to celebrate this morning. But I want to share with you something that one of our members wrote. Said this, when I first heard about Greenville Oaks' plan to give each member actual cash to give out to a need in our community, well, I was very surprised, scared, and concerned. I told you there were people out there. That's all right. It's okay. Then I was embarrassed, not knowing anyone in need of help. This embarrassment was totally within me and started me thinking harder. The reality is I did know people in need, and I could help them. When Eddie Sharp talked about giving from the gut and that being overruled by the brain, I totally understood what he was saying. So I added a little bit of extra money, and some of our small group helped out a grandmother. And you're going to hear more about that story in just a moment, and her five grandchildren. But I also helped out Bouchelle. Bouchelle had had an operation in December and was just getting back to work and struggling with some expenses, and I was able to help him. Actually, this person actually spoke with Bouchelle uh, last Friday when he expressed his faith had been strengthened by the love and generosity of this member in our church. He also asked me if I could help another friend of his, and I told him, give me her contact information, and I'll see what I can do. This is what they end with. This is uncharted waters for me, but through faith, I will follow. I love it, church. That's it. Doubt, faith, celebration. That is what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And the stories you're going to hear over the next few minutes reiterate this message over and over and over again. And so I just want you to sit back and enjoy as God shares with all of us what he's been doing in the last 30 days in the lives of our people and in the lives of our community. Wes, I think you've got the next story. Some time ago, my grandson and I decided we wanted to take a trip to Yellowstone. He'd never been. I'd always wanted to go back. So uh, we found some cheap I say cheap, inexpensive tickets, airline tickets, and flew to Salt Lake City, uh, rented a car, headed north. We were somewhere in Idaho. I couldn't tell you the name of the town, but we needed some supplies. So we stopped at Walmart, um, gathered the, the things that we needed, you know, styrofoamites, chests, some other things. Well, we got in line, and we were behind a young lady that uh, had two small children with her. And so she starts putting everything on the conveyor belt. And, you know, she has quite a few items. It looks like mostly stuff that, you know, moms would need to take care of their family. Uh, Anyway, uh, the cashier brings it all up. And the lady has a jar of coins. And she pours them out on the counter. And so they start counting the coins and everything. And she's a few dollars short. So... um, at that point, she starts uh, removing an item, and she's still short. So she removes another item, and she is still short. So on the third item, it finally occurred to me, I don't know if it was my brain or my gut, but in any case, I'm going, I can do this. Uh, so I said, ma'am, uh, would you mind if, if, if uh, we did this? And she reluctantly said yes. So anyway, um, I asked the cashier to give her the coins back, and uh, 
the lady got what she needed. Uh, the cashier started crying. My uh, grandson had a tear in his eye, and the lady had a tear in her eye. Uh, that incident happened a few years ago, but it made me think of uh, how, how I might... How, I talked to my wife, Judy, and I said, Judy, what do you think about this? And she says, you know, let's, let's give it a try. So anyway, I uh, got some gift cards at Walmart, uh, got permission from the store manager here in Allen and the one in McKinney, and uh, said, what I'd like to do is stand over where the self-checkout counter is and see how this goes. And I had in my mind's eye the kind of people that uh, you know would probably come up short. And generally what happens is you're going through the checkout line, you don't have the money or your card's not working, you raise your hand and then they try and help you or uh, they'll take the items you know that you're unable to pay for away. So I'm thinking, okay. And I'm looking around, and there, you know it's a busy day. Uh, one of the days was on a Saturday, so anyway, there's this uh, there's this guy with three cases of beer, and I'm going, you know, he's just going to have to put one of those cases of beer back. <laughs> so uh, anyway. Um, Several opportunities uh, came up, and essentially what, what, I, what we'd do is uh, once the person came up and they raised their hand that they were short, and usually it wasn't much, you know, like 20, 25 bucks, I had a $30 gift card, and I'd go over and say, hey, would you let us use this? And, uh, you know, the, they're immediately asking questions. Is this some kind of gimmick? Uh, are there any strings attached? And I said, oh, no, nothing like that. I said, this is just something our church is doing, and... Uh, I also gave him one of the cards because the card uh, is much better in ex at explaining it than I am. So uh, anyway, we had opportunity to, to you know, use these on uh, both Walmarts, and uh, it's just something we wanted to do and give it a try. And I, th I think uh, most of the people responded positively. Uh, most of them were surprised. They honestly thought, well, hey, I'm just out of luck. So anyway, that's the story. Absolutely. I'm going to share from some members their stories. Uh, Dee is a cashier at Market Street. They have known her for some time and know her story. She works six days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day to make ends meet. Her only request is to be off on Sundays to worship. They always talk about her faith and love of the Lord. They always tell her they can see the light of the Lord in her sparkling eyes. She has struggled financially and was so grateful for their kindness, and she couldn't hug them enough. The second story is Sao. She is from Taiwan and has been here several years. She's 70 and working full-time. Her husband is disabled from injury on his job about 10 years ago. She's a very sweet lady and always has a smile and kind words when they see her. She was thrilled that they could think of her to bless, and she gave them many hugs. The third story is a lovely woman at Dollar Tree. She's always so kind and has a smile for everyone. Her story is sad. She is 72, working full-time, trying to assist her 90-year-old mom. When they told her what our church was doing, she began to cry. She said she was going to tell her boss that afternoon she couldn't work the rest of the week, three days, because she didn't have money for gas to get there. 
Now she could fill her tank and drive to work and work those three days. She thanked them several times and didn't want to take a picture because she was crying. The last story is uh, our family here, John and Carol Mabry. Their son-in-law is struggling through many surgeries and pain. Um, Their strong faith and their family uh, continues to touch a lot of hearts, and they are great examples of showing their love and devotion to our Lord. They are examples to friends, family, and all the caregivers during this time and are a blessing. They said they have been truly blessed by this outreach as much as the ones that they chose to bless. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Bless In first service, I had my friend Lisa Whitley with me. She's uh, one of the first parents I got to help this year. My job is a truancy specialist and parent liaison, so every day I come across kids and families that have a lot of need. Um, Her son had to be withdrawn because he was stressed out over his dad who's bedridden. He wanted to be close to him, so he asked if he could do his school online, and they let him. And so when I heard that, I ran and talked to the mother and said, come to my office. So I asked her, you know, tell me what was going on. And she told me how her husband got very ill about a year and a half ago, has been bedridden, and they're living off his disability. So they're really struggling. And um, the son just needed to be close to his dad. So I asked her, can we do anything to help you? And she said, well, I'm really worried that I can't buy gifts for my kids for Christmas. So I talked to my small group and we got the Christmas list and they filled every single wish on that list. And it was really amazing. So when we decided to do this initiative, I thought of her again and I talked to her again and she was saying, well, I really need you know food and gas and different things. So Judy Buss donated all her 250 and bought gift cards for Kroger's. And we went to her house, and when we gave it to her, she just started crying, said, well, now I can buy my husband's medicine. So yeah. then I thought, oh, no, we need more money. <laughs> so we did get more money. But anyway, we found out that he needs a special wheelchair, and um, it costs about $3,500, and I think she's got over 2000 now because they've saved some, and people here have just been giving and giving mm-hmm. and giving. And I so appreciate it. Um, she asked me the day we gave her the gift card. She called me that night and said, do you mind if I visit your church? And I said, no, absolutely. So she came to church three Sundays ago, and she's been coming ever since. Mm-hmm. And the ladies in the ladies' class just welcomed her with so much love and told her they loved her and gave her more money. And that's important, but what she's getting is so much more. She said, I feel like this is my family here. So that's the biggest blessing out of all this In addition to her, I was able to help with my friends, again, in my small group, the grandmother with five grandkids, a young girl who had a baby last semester, and then another teacher whose brother had a brain tumor, and the other brother was taking care of him, so I gave him some money to pay for all his gas to take him to all his appointments. But anyway, um, thank you so much, everyone, for all your help, and I just give God all the glory for all of y'all. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you. Lisa, as Sandra said, Lisa was here at first service, and she's been here each each and every Sunday for the last few weeks. I got a chance to meet her last Sunday and talk with her, and, and she just kept expressing how much love that she has felt and that she knows that God is taking care of her. And church, that's, that's our job. Our job is to share that love of God, and people feel that love. 
through us. And so it's really, really cool to see what God is doing in the life of Lisa and Sandra. Thank you for your work on that. Uh, we've got another testimony, a story that we're going we're gonna to watch right now, a video. These are some friends of uh, the Mannings, Mike and Brenda Manning. Hi, I'm Donna Alexander. I'm Kyle Alexander. And we're here just to thank y'all, first of all, because um, we were touched by a donation from Brenda and Mike Manning. Oh, man. And Kyle wanted to give a little testimony of what that means to us and why they picked him. It means so much to me and mom as well, because I've had a pretty bad car wreck mm -hmm. and I had a brain injury and I got to have the scars to prove it. <laughs> so that's how we know Mike. He met Mike at um, Pate Rehab in Anna, yeah. and we got to meet Brenda at a discussion that we all did. Um, we were on a panel with um, Baylor Health. Kyle has the opportunity to go to California. He's been working with a neuro trainer. Her name is Shawnee Harkins. But this year, he has come a very long way, but she knows that this is his year. God has told her that he is in his sweet spot of healing. We are ready to go to California to for a more intensive training with her for a three month stay. So Brenda and Mike have blessed us to help give for this journey. We thank you for your donation. We are blessed beyond anything we can imagine. Just give me some prayers, prayers. and those mean so much because only God can Heal me and put me where I need to be. Amen. Is it on? Okay. Um, I'm going to share a story that came in from a couple here um, who learned that a woman in their neighborhood had lost her husband to cancer. Along with losing her husband, um, she lost their income, and the bills from the doctors and hospitals were coming in. So they were able to bless her um, with some, some donation towards those bills. And then in addition, they also happened to encounter um, a homeless woman at some point um, who had a recent history of incarceration and was trying to get um, a plan for her life and trying to get back on her feet. And they were able to provide her with a few nights in a hotel, um, which gave her a place that was safe, um, a bed. And what they said she was most excited about was taking a shower, um, which are things that we most of us don't even think about. So that was their story. Great story. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I want to I introduce Miguel uh, to you. And uh, Miguel... Aviles is the uh, pastor of the Renova Iglesia, and I think hopefully all of you are familiar with this is the Hispanic church that's been meeting here at Greenville Oaks for uh, several months now and that we've developed a relationship with. And so when Miguel and I were talking about what we were doing with Fort Collin County, he said, we, we want to be a part of that too. And I said, absolutely, let's do it. And so they did their own version of Fort Collin County and were able to be a part of helping love and bless some families. And so I've asked him to share. His wife, Elisa, is going to uh, translate for him just to make it a little bit easier. And so, uh, Miguel, take it away. Thank you, man. Dos ejemplos de servicio de nuestra iglesia el mes pasado eh, fueron dos jóvenes mujeres, una de ellas eh, con un pago médico muy alto 
we want to share two examples of how um, we serve the community this past month we have two women one it was a young um woman woman and she had medical bills very high so we were able to help her um at, help her out with that el otro caso es una madre soltera con tres hijos eh, uno de sus hijos tiene necesidades especiales y ella lucha cada mes por pagar la renta eh, fue una bendición poder ayudarle and then the other example it's a single mother she has three kids and one of the kids um, is a special needs kid and she struggles every month to pay the rent and to provide for the needs of her children so we were able to help her Um, in that way, and she was really grateful for the help we were able to provide. Y por último, el sábado pasado tuvimos una muy buena experiencia con algunas parejas de Greenville Oaks, eh, poder salir a la calle y uh, contactar y hablar con la gente cara a cara, eh, especialmente haciendo equipo y traduciendo para ustedes. And last Saturday, we had the privilege of partnering up with Greenville Oaks in the... Um, In the project that they had, they went out and we went to Plano, we went to McKinney and we were able to reach out and help in different ways people, you know, with different type of needs. And it was just so great to be able to see them face to face and be able to talk to them and help doing some translating there. Uh, we figured Matt needed a little bit of help with the Spanish. You, you did a great job, Matt. Just keep on practicing it, uh, but it was, you know, it was a great time and we were so excited and, and so blessed to be part of what you are doing here as Greenville Oaks. Thank you. I, I, uh, I, love, I love the growing relationship and partnership that Greenville Oaks is having with Renova and just continuing to find ways to work together to serve our community and make a difference in the kingdom. And so I just love you guys being here and, and I thank you for the great work that you're doing in the community. Yeah, Wes, thank you, you got some life. God is so good, amen. Amen. It's been such a good morning. I've been able to listen to the stories in both services and it's such a blessing. Um, it's also been such a blessing for my family to get to participate. I mean, glory to God. He's opened the eyes of my family. We have my husband and my teenagers. We work together to figure out how to bless other people, see their needs in the community. So uh, this has been amazing. Um, I'm actually going to share the story of a couple in our church that decided one Sunday to go out to eat after church and bless the wait staff at a local restaurant with their funds. Um, a, they picked a restaurant that had a very inexpensive menu, which means low tips and very busy, so long wait times, maybe grumpy people. So um, while they were waiting for their table, they struck up a conversation with the family and uh, figured out that they're supporting an elderly mother or grandmother. And um, so this couple decided to pay for their meal anonymously at the end of uh, their dining experience. And then also during this couple, the meal that they were eating, they tried to encourage and compliment their waitress who was running ragged um, between many tables. And so they gave her a $50 tip at the end of their meal, which was probably worth much less. Uh, and finally, at the end, they went and found the shift supervisor, gave her a $100 bill and to her shock, and asked her to share it with the kitchen staff with their compliments on the food. 
and they gave out the geo cards as they went along, um, just explaining about you know God bringing about this experience and giving glory to him. So they left behind a trail of uh, stunned people who were uh, blessed by our church. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. We have another story that we're going to watch a video on. This is one of our members, Glenn Clark, who's a rideshare uh, driver. So watch this story. I always think you guys looking down on me. Yes, he is. <laughs> he blesses us all the time in many, many, many different ways. Advantage of that. I know God put, God put certain people in our lives just so we can know. I believe that. I believe that too because I didn't know who this person was and she's not my best friend. Oh. Like, we've been in the same situation. We've had people hurt us so much. Let me give you, this is my church. I live in Allen. It's like, I don't know if you know where Allen is. Oh, I know. I've lived here in Dallas for my whole life. Okay. That's, that's where I'm Church. Oh, right. yes. oh my gosh, I have to go visit this. It's awesome. It's an awesome place. And um, as a matter of fact, it's the weirdest thing that our church has ever done. <laughs> Here, I want you to have that. What? No, you got to keep it. I want you to have it. Because our church gave each family money if an opportunity comes up to share with someone who has a need, and I sense very, very strongly that you do, that we should share it. So that's actually from the church. That's not even me. Anyway. Oh, wow, I'm so happy. Um, I didn't know this was going to happen on my right. I know it, and I didn't either. And so what I've been doing, I've been praying that the Holy Spirit would give me an opportunity to share with someone who, had, who really had a need. Amen. Amen. I, I had the opportunity and had my plan all made in my own mind of what we were going to do with our money. We was going to help fill somebody's gas tank. And I went out on a Friday afternoon and I parked a little bit and I drove a little bit looking for that person. Anyway, I drove around, was probably out for an hour and a half, two hours maybe, and I decided this is just not the day. I'm not finding anybody, so I'll just head home. Well, I headed home and the station right across the street from where I had been parked and waiting was, for some reason, I didn't see a person, I just saw a car, and something just drew me, just told me, this is where you need to turn in, this is where you need to be. And it's a three-lane road, it's not easy. If I had to turn around, I probably would have missed this person. But anyway, there was nobody beside me, I was in the middle lane, so I turned into this car. And about that time, a young man was getting out to go inside to pay. So I followed him inside, and he bought one gallon of gas. So I didn't want to embarrass him inside. So he came out, we both went outside, and I said, excuse me. I said, God placed me here, and I, I feel like you have a need today. And I said, I want to give you this. I said, God told me to give you this money. And... He said, oh, ma'am. He said, are you for real? And I said, yes, I'm for real, but God gave us this money. And he said, well, he said, I had 
So I paid for one gallon of gas and I had $3 left and our baby is sick. So I needed a few things for her. Hopefully he didn't need very many things at that point because I'm not sure what $3 would have bought for him. He was a day laborer and he worked for landscapers and he had only got to work two weeks, two days that week because it's slow right now. And so anyway, I gave him the money. He hugged me, we cried, and I knew that that's where God placed me to be that day. I love it. Thank you, Jeanette. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Deb Tejan, and I have had the honor and privilege of um, sharing my home with my mom um, for the last few years. My mom is Lois Lindsay. I am the product of a rock star. Um, <laughs> my mom has served Allen uh, schools for 30 years, then on the board of education for eight, and then they named a school here in Collin County after her Lindsay Elementary. So she, you can either find my 84-year-old mom visiting old people or, and those are her words, visiting old people, or at school, um, tutoring and helping teachers. And so when this opportunity came up, we were just so excited uh, to bless Lindsay Elementary, because if you um, don't know a teacher or kids right now, they are going through some really tough times in education. Um, I'm an educator, and I've been to 20 funerals since COVID started of school teachers and kids just in our district alone. And so there's constantly great need coming up. And so we were able to buy gift cards to give to the guidance counselor to share with the families at Lindsay Elementary. And so we were blessed to do that. But not only that, I have the best volunteer job in Greenville Oaks in case anybody doesn't know. <laughs> I get to teach the third through fifth grade class. And when they heard about the four Collin County, turn this way, guys, so they can see you, they were so excited um, to pitch in. So we're going to let you let them tell you what they did. I want to thank all the kids that donated money that so that we can help all the kids in the hospital be happy and get better well. We were filling Easter baskets with goodies and treats for the kids in the hospital who are hurt or sick. We have made 10 baskets so far. Um, I want to thank uh, Carol Mercer for sending the cards that are in the Easter basket. The one thing they aren't telling you is they didn't get $250. They raised the money themselves. They did extra chores or they gave up their elect electronics for a time to earn money. Um, and we raised $150 um, so that we could make these baskets to go to the Plano, uh, I mean the Allen Hospital. Love it. Love it. Thank you. I love it. Thank you, guys. Hey, I want all of you to just take a look around and see these examples, because this is the future, and this is the opportunity we have to influence the future, to love and serve and bless our community. Great job, guys. Thank you. Uh, Tim, Tim Allery. Tim, there you are. 
I was on the other side at the first <laughs> assembly today. You threw me. Uh, this story is about Esmeralda and both our community care ministry and Fort Collin County. Esmeralda is a single grandmother who moved back to Texas to take care of her five grandsons because both their parents are incarcerated. Esmeralda is the sole financial support for her family, including another daughter and some of her children. Esmeralda works full-time as a manager at a fast food restaurant. Sandra Ford, whom you already heard from this morning, met Esmeralda through Sandra's work at a local school, became aware of her situation, and referred her to our community care ministry. The community care team was so touched by Esmeralda's situation that we decided to provide rent for two months instead of one. We gave her the full rent the first month, the second month, she only needed half the rent, and the third month, she said she'd been working extra hours and was able to take care of all her rent herself. She was at our building to pick up one of the checks uh, and happened to be here during our coat drive and was able to take home coats for her grandsons and herself. She also took brochures from our Faith at Home Center regarding single parenting special needs kids, and dealing with a difficult teen. In the meantime, the car she had been driving was repossessed. Esmeralda didn't realize that her daughter was behind on the car payments. So the kids began riding the bus to school, and she began getting rides to work from friends. I shared her story with our small group. Many of the group used their $250 and some gave even more to help Esmeralda get a car. But low-priced used cars are hard to find. <laughs> I checked around several places and came up empty. But last Monday, Rex Taylor, a member of our small group, called and said his neighbor had a car for sale. Not really expecting it to work out, I arranged for Esmeralda to look at the car. Although the car was worth considerably more, Rex's neighbor agreed to sell it to her for the amount our group had collected. Mm. Amen. Mm. So thanks to this small group and God providing a vehicle at just the right time and at a price well below market value, Esmeralda drove home Wednesday in a car that's fully paid for. Mm. Amen. God is good. Yes, he is. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Do not leave this place without recognizing who is good. Because God is incredible. And I am just so thankful for all the stories. We've got one final story uh, the Ross are going to share, and then we're going to move into our time of, of celebration in our Lord's Supper. But I do want you to understand that God is good, church. And we are so grateful that he chose to use us. Don. So Doug and I go to the gym most mornings. He goes every morning um, before work. And we noticed, we started noticing kind of a dilapidated, beat down car that was in the parking lot. And we noticed an elderly gentleman was sleeping in there and he had bags and things. Um, we saw this car most mornings. Doug inquired with the young man that works at the front desk and asked about him. And he said, he's homeless and he sleeps in his car. Um, he has a $10 a month 
gym membership. So he has somewhere to go shower and come inside, especially in the winter when it's cold. Um, So Doug approached him and talked to him and told him what our church was doing and told him he wanted to offer him the money. And the man was very sweet. He told him, he said, I have a job. He works fast food, um, but he doesn't have enough to provide housing. He told Doug that he didn't really want to take the money because he was not that bad off, that there were others that would need it more. Um, But Doug convinced him to take the money and he was very gracious and he said, thank you. Um, And as my job, I'm a school counselor in Wiley. I know my homeless students were given lots of resources from the district and community um, organizations to help those kids out. So I know who those students are, but this really opened my eyes to look in my community. There are people out there that need our help. Um, We just need to notice. And we wanna thank Greenville Oaks very much for giving us this opportunity. Thank you. I hope you've been blessed by the stories that have been shared this morning. Um, Like Matt said, we are going to move into a time of communion. Um, And just like we've heard over and over and over and over again, as we have um, in the last month or so, uh, either ourselves or heard today how um, we've trained our eyes to see differently in different ways. We've seen people, we've seen needs in different ways. Um, Right now, we we pause like we do every Sunday, and we remember how God also sees us. Let's pray now as we go into this time of communion. God, thank you for today. Thank you for uh, the incredible time of, of stories, uh, sharing uh, just the testimony to the ways we've seen uh, people, ways we've seen you uh, working, God. And God, as we um, go from today, uh, I pray that this would last, um, that we might have new eyes, uh, newly trained eyes. And God, in these moments of thin spaces between heaven and earth, um, we just celebrate you. And right now, as we uh, come to the table, we are reminded of the fact that you see us too. God, thank you for um, your sacrifice. Thank you for the new covenant. Thank you for all that you do, God. I pray all this in your son's name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. We hope this message helps you to inspire people to follow Jesus because you're convinced, like we are, that following Jesus is the best way of life possible. Connect with us on Instagram. You can find and follow us there at Greenville Oaks. Discover more about the Greenville Oaks Church online at greenvilleoaks.org.